वेलकम बैक टू माई पॉडकास्ट ऑन इफ बायिंग यूजिंग हबल हॉपर पॉडकास्टिंग प्लेटफॉर्म ऑन द इंटरनेट इट इज़ माई फर्स्ट बेबी स्टेप टू पॉडकास्टिंग फॉर माई फर्स्ट पॉडकास्टिंग असाइनमेंट इन मास कम्युनिकेशन इन जुलाई Let us now analyze the poetic composition "If" by Kipling. The first stanza wastes no time in setting up the if-then scenario. Kipling writes, "If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you." In this first if scenario, Kipling reminds the reader of the importance of maintaining a level head, even when those around the reader do not have one and are blaming the situation on the reader. It should be noted that the reader soon realizes that the poem is really one long sentence. The poem ends on a particularly high note, which Kipling emphasizes with his use of an exclamation point. The third and fourth lines present the next if situation. Kipling writes, "If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make the allowance for their doubting too." Here, the speaker emphasizes two traits that all people must possess: self-trust and the ability to trust the thought and feelings of others, even if that means understanding that people will not always like or agree with you. The final four lines of the first stanza flow together nicely, almost sounding as though they are one complete thought. Kipling further writes, "If you can wait and not be tired by waiting, or being lied about, don't deal in lies, or being hated, don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good, nor talk too wise." In these lines, the speaker is telling the reader to have patience. In addition he informs the reader that even if he or she has lied about he or she should not stoop to a level of a liar if he or she is hated he or she must not become hateful and finally the reader should not appear to be better than he or she actually is nor should he or she talk in a manner that does not reflect who they are morally and spiritually The if clauses continue into the second stanza but there are structured differently in the first stanza the if clauses are grouped in the lines of two with the exception of the final four lines in the second stanza the form of the first two if clauses is similar to the second half of the first stanza where the lines build upon the previous lines kipling writes if you can dream and not make dreams your master If you can think and not make thoughts your aim here kipling urges his reader to dream and think but not to get so caught up in dreams and thoughts that the reader loses his grasp on reality kipling uses personification in his next two lines if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same Kipling's diction here is also worth mentioning. The word imposter suggests a pretense or disguise. Perhaps he uses this word to showcase the fleeting nature of both. 
success never stays nor does disaster additionally he could possibly suggesting that the two words often come with disruption and change in any case the reader should not dwell too much on either triumph or disaster because they will soon disappear kipling continues right on to his next if clause if you can bear to hear the truth you have spoken twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools the speaker informs the reader that he or she must be able to endure hearing his or her words being twisted by dishonest and harmful people in order to serve their own agendas he continues this thought in the last two lines of the stanza writing or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and build them up with worn out tools the speaker demonstrates in these lines the importance of being able to pick oneself up again and start if they fail even if the things that they have failed at us has taken all of their life to attempt the reader must always be prepared to start again The third stanza starts with the if clause continuing on to the first four lines Kipling writes If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it to one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss The theme in these lines is very similar to the ones in the last two lines of the previous stanza If you lose everything You must be willing to begin again not only that but you must also be willing to forget about the loss and not dwell upon it the next four lines of the third stanza are also tied together the speaker states if you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on where there is nothing in you except the will which says to him hold on These lines are particularly powerful. The speaker is imploring the reader to endure even if that feels both physically and emotionally impossible. This is also worth noting the capitalization of will. Perhaps Kipling wanted to emphasize the resilience of human spirit here by making it a power that is separate from the person who possesses it. the fourth stanza the consequence of doing all these ifs is finally revealed but not before kipling presents us with three more scenarios the first one deals with how to treat others regardless of their station in life he writes if you can walk with the crowds and keep your virtue or walk with the kings or lose the common touch it should not matter with whom the reader is walking he or she needs to treat the lowest of the low and the highest in the society exactly the same with kindness kipling then dives right into the next if if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you if all men count with you but none too much kipling is remember remembering his reader that it is impossible important to be able to bounce back from disappointment and pain one must not dwell on his enemies 
or the hurt a loved one could potentially cause finally the poet gives the reader his final piece of advice if you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run here he is telling the reader to never give up or waste even a single second of time if you are given a minute make sure you use all 60 seconds of it finally in the last two lines the outcome of abiding by all these tidbits is revealed yours is the earth and everything that's in it and which is more you'll be a man my son that is if one is able to keep all these things in check one will have the world's at one's fingertips hope you liked my first podcast on this lovely creation of rudyard kipling from the 1890s goodbye for now but keep tuned for my next podcast episode which shall be coming soon i do